0: Hello everybody, welcome to Freedom Friday Hour. Today's date
1: is? Today's date is July 15th, 2016.
0: Have you all noticed that the world is changing dramatically in front of you? It's totally just changing. It's not the same as it was.
1: It's getting worse.
0: By the day. By the day. We just had last week, we had the Dallas USA incident, the murders there. Mm Mm-hmm. We had yesterday the Nice, France murders. Right. And then this afternoon we have Turkey. hmm And we have a military coup there. It's global. Yeah. And coupled with that, you have all these demonic beings running around that are inhabiting human flesh, causing all kinds of other havoc. That's
2: right.
0: And the powers to be are literally being shaken. They don't know what to do. It's... You know, you think this is all controlled, and a lot of it is controlled. It's, it's controlled chaos. Mm-hmm. But they really, the fallen angels, the fallen ones, it's coming to an end. Their kingdom is going to end. There's a consummation of the age. That's right. what we're seeing. It's,
1: and they know their time is short, so they're going crazy.
0: It's going crazy. They're doing things on purpose, but it's not like they're good managers. Mm-mm. They're bad managers. The earth is under bad management. And it's going to fail. It can't sustain itself with these fallen angels, these crazies, and their shields, the Illuminati shields and whatnot. All right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to entitle this show the 14th Bakhtun. The 14th Bakhtun. Mm-hmm. People are going to go, why that name? And I'm going to tell you why that name in a bit. But first, I want you, Ms. Kapow, to read the scripture I will. That goes with this.
1: Luke 21, verses 25 through 26. And it says, And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken.
0: What I really want to emphasize on that scripture is that this is about the earth. This is a prophecy by Jesus, and it's about what's coming on the earth. And upon the earth, there will be distress of nations Mm
2: -hmm. with
0: perplexity. See, the sea and the waves roaring, that's the nations. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Think of Revelation, the angel, one foot in the uh, sea, one foot on the earth, Mm -hmm. on the sand. That's the nations. Jesus is saying it's going to be troublesome. And then you say, well, in the past, nations have had trouble. How about World War II, World War One? There were nations. Combined with everything else that's going on, this is unprecedented in history. You see, because these globalists have tried to make a one-world government, a one-world. You see them trying to reenact the, to- the Tower of Babel. But they can't. Right. They can't. They can't reenact it. God has scattered them. Mm -hmm. You see it falling, right? And then the second part of that scripture says, and their hearts are failing them because of the fear and looking after those things which are coming on the earth. Right? Why are they afraid of the things coming on the earth? Because the powers of heaven themselves shall be shaken.
2: Right.
0: So what are the powers? The powers are powers and principalities of the air, mm-hmm. Satan, mm-hmm. Lucifer and his angels, the fallen mm-hmm. angels, of course all the demonic hordes that they control. It's all being shaken.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's all being shaken.
1: This is very much like the uh, the vision that you had about the, the earth and the red flames. Yes. You know? Yes. And it just kept... Popping up everywhere, where the until until the whole Earth was inflamed.
0: That's right, and I said that
1: a few weeks ago, I
0: think. Probably two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a major incident that caused that. Right. And I and I I shared I, I believe it was on a Freedom Friday. I don't think it was a Monday show. I, I shared on a Freedom Friday that I saw the Earth, and there were hot spots. Hot spots, yes. And there were red flames, and then another red flame here. All over the globe, and pretty soon, the whole thing was engulfed in flames, fire. I saw that about two or three weeks ago. I shared it, I believe, on a Freedom Friday. But anyway, that's what I saw. And this is this is that. This is what's coming to fruition. God allowed me to see so that I can warn people. That's right. So that I, can, I can do this, this show and warn you and, and warn everybody. And then you can take it, share it with other people, and warn them. Mm-hmm. Warn them, because I'm telling you, man, it's it's closing up. That's why I'm calling it the 14th Baktun. 14th Baktun. let me explain that. Uh, I have always been into uh, the Mesoamerican cultures. I love uh, studying the Aztec, the Maya, the Inca, you know, um, all of that. Even Native American stuff uh, in California, and Hemet. We lived on ancient Indian land. Right across from us, we had an ancient... May stone mm-hmm. that was right across from us in the canyon um, that was very ancient. I love that stuff, uh, finding artifacts on the land and things like that. Now, I have to personally be careful with it because what it did is it kind of led me into mysticism and led me into New Age philosophy and practices, messing with it. So i got to be careful with it, but I've always liked that. So when 2012 was rolling around, I was very, very interested in the Mayan calendar. Right. Very, very interested in that. Miss Kapow and I did not believe that the world was going to end. You know, that was going to be total apocalyptic collapse, even though there was a big part of me that wanted it to.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I was ready. But what we knew, uh, the, like the new, the new agers, they would say, this is the age of Aquarius.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
0: going to be a new age of enlightenment and this and that. We, we didn't believe that. We didn't buy into that. We knew it was going to get darker we just knew it was not going to get worse and worse and worse the ancient mayan which i don't believe uh, the humans wrote the calendar or when i say ancient mayan i don't i'm not talking about those the little indians that live <laughs> that live there now no i'm talking about fallen angels Th- this is this is fallen angel technology okay this is pre-flood stuff mm-hmm. but the the ancient mayan believed that that the end of the thirteenth baktun, that there would be the return of the gods, the return of the gods. We firmly believe that. Look at the demonization in the world today. Yeah, they have returned. Portals have been opened. How, you know how many ways are opened through our own human occult practices, through CERN, through all this stuff. The gods have returned. They're here, but it's not that pleasant. Oh, look at Quetzalcoatl, the feather, the feather serpent. These are demonic hordes. Mm-hmm. They're here. So, you know, the, the Mayans had all this stuff. And Ms. Kapow and I would say, honestly, if the world did not get exponentially darker within a, within a year of 2012, we were going to kind of shut down this podcast right. because it's very time consuming to do it. It's, it's negative to do all the news and all this stuff
1: and we get fought really
0: hard. You get fought really hard. It gets it's gets it gets tiresome. You guys don't know how, you guys don't know any of what we go through to get this stuff done. But it doesn't just take an hour to do this podcast. I don't want you to feel sorry for us or anything, but this stuff always goes wrong constantly when doing this. Either preparing for it or trying to do it. It just it's uncanny. <laughs> okay. Patrick Meekin could could vouch for a lot of this stuff. Stuff used to happen to him, too. Anyway, we we, we said, we're not going to do this show anymore if things don't get worse. If things just kind of stay the same, you know, it's always going to be bad, but things kind of stay the same. We're going to shut it down. But you know, every year, every month, now it's just, I mean, it's, it's going so fast that it's getting darker and more evil as the days go by.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: we got to keep talking. We got to keep preaching. We got to keep warning so that... You, listening, can then share it with other people, hopefully, and warn them. Right. Because it really is coming to a close. It's like, I understand the Illuminati, the the fallen ones, the shields. I understand whatever you want to call them, the globalists, the Marxists. They create the chaos so they can bring in order. They create a lot of this stuff. I understand that. But I also understand they're in a tizzy right now because their world is collapsing. Right. It's the end of their world, and it's collapsing. It's mm-hmm. they're they're mismanaged the planet. They can't deal with it, and it's falling. Yep. Okay. They're not in control like they would have you believe they are. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the name of the show is Fourteenth Baktun. What is a Baktun? Okay, in the Mayan calendar, a Baktun. All right. Is without getting too technical, is a uh, it's it's. It's twenty katun cycles, okay? It's, it, it, nah, okay. It's twenty katun cycles is a baktun. In other words, it's in the Long Count calendar. A baktun contains hundred and forty-four thousand days, or approximately four hundred years. That's a cycle.
2: Mm-hmm. Now,
0: the Mayan Long Count calendar is what five thousand one hundred twenty-five years. Right, is the Mayan Long Count right? That's how they did stuff. But a baktun. Is 144,000 days. I know. You're going, hey, that number sounds familiar. Yes, it does. It sounds familiar because you read it in the book of Revelation. 144,000 witnesses. I, I, you know what I mean? So, um, in 2012, before the end of 2012, the world was at the end of the 13th baktun, the 13th cycle. Right? And it was completed on December 21st, 2012. Or around there. All right? So this also marked the beginning of the 14th Bakhtun, which we're in. So the Mayan calendar had ended. So that's why a lot of people speculated there's no more calendar. So the world's going to end. But that's not what happened. It just repeats. All right? So when the 13th ended, that was the end of that 144,000-day cycle. And now it's a new cycle. That's that's what I'm trying to tell you. We're in a new time. That's why the world looks different today than it did four or five years ago. It's changing, and it's going to continue to totally collapse and, and be unrecognizable. All right? I know I sound like a crazy lunatic, but hear me out on this. The Mayan calendar system... Places its start date, this is really not important for you, but it does place its start date in like 3114 BC, and then it repeats after 5,125 5, years, right? So, when it ended in 2012, the end of 2012, it's now repeating. So, the completion of 13 baktuns marks the creation of the world of human beings, according to the Maya. That was it. That was the time of the creation of the human beings. These cycles of creation and destruction can be thought of as stages or harmonics of Mayan evolution. What I'm trying to get to is in the 14th baktun, we're in destruction now. Right. We're in destruction. We're not rising up as a civilization. We're not rising up globally. That's why I had... Ms. Kapow, read Luke 21 mm-hmm. to you guys. Jesus says the same thing. There's going to be distress and perplexities. Yes, right. we've had that before in history, but it's different today. Right. The rest of the world's going mad. Mm-hmm. It's insane what humans have become. Right. Just just since the iPhone was invented.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, what? Less than 10 years ago.
1: Right. 10 years ago, we didn't have iPhones. I mean, just... Well, it, things in the world have it, have escalated very quickly since 2012, even since mm-hmm. 2008, but especially 2012 and to where we are now, things have escalated very 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 quickly.
0: And it looks different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: W- there's things going on today that were not going on before then.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. A lot of things that you hear now is like this is the first time this has happened, you know.
0: Unprecedented in history. Mm-hmm. That's right. Incredible. Of course, every nation is perplexed. The USA is perplexed. This coming election is perplexing. I mean, there's all kinds of all kinds of anxiety going on and hand wringing. Okay, uh, you know. So let me get back to the Mayan calendar. According to the Popol Vuh, a Popol Vuh was, was a was a book, a book of prophecy written by a Mayan prophet uh, called Chalam Balam.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I actually had the Popol Vuh, and I actually read the thing, because I'm crazy like that. But it, it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me, because you're talking a whole different culture, man. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, it's their creation myth and the whole bit. I ended up giving it to my niece. But I, I did read the Popol Vuh. So this this book written by Shalom Balaam, a Mayan prophet, had compelling details of creation accounts in it, right? So... It's, it stated that we are living in the fourth world. It believed it believed in four quarters, right? So that the first three creations that the gods failed in making, and the creation of the successful fourth world, where men were placed, is what we were living in before 2012. You get it? Mm-hmm. So. Three prior creations, right? So I know you're going, well, what is that Bible, biblically? I'm just saying a theology lesson. I'm just telling you what the ancient Mayans wrote down, right? Mm-hmm. Because I want you to understand the times we're in. So the fourth world, what we were living in, has ended. In the Maya long count calendar, the previous creation ended at the start of the 14th baktun. So we've started that 14th Pakhtun.
1: That's amazing.
0: 2012 begins the fifth world. And, of course, may I tell you that they believe after the fifth world that there's no more. <laughs> so that's, that's another deal. But we're, we're at that end. Okay? So if you look at our global civilization as, as a system, a system of, of monetarism, right, ruled by monetary policy, consumerism, production and con- consumption, there's corruption of thought, uh, you know, via money, education, media. It's unsustainable. It does not serve humanity. It does not serve the planet. It's dysfunctional because fundamentally flawed in its design. Because Satan, the power of the air, he's, he's flawed. Mm-hmm. He was perfect in all his ways until iniquity was found in him. So we have to become conscious of the fact that this planet suffers from that bad management. And these managers or rulers are desperately, desperately trying to maintain their power, but they're going to fail.
2: That's right.
0: That's what we're seeing globally. They're failing. All right. So much effort has been expended in maintaining the illusion that we're free. We're free humans. But that is not true. We live under tyranny, but most of us refuse to face it. It's a mass delusion. It's pathological, self-destructive. It is inevitable that it will come to an end. It's like a cancer. It's collapsing as a result of its own malfunction. Mm -hmm. All right? Mm -hmm. And that's why this show is entitled The 14th Bakhtun.
1: (laughs) You did that very well. That's a hard one.
0: It is. It's a little quick Maya calendar lesson. But, you know, you can say, well, that's not, you know, Bible prophecy, or whatever. You know, I don't care. You just look around you. How can you deny? Exactly. How can you deny it? All right. So, you know, saying all this really makes these coming stories that we're going to talk about really more relevant. Some of them are, are just so stupid and silly. You're like, what the heck? But they're really relevant. In light of where we're at, the collapse. Exactly. Humans weren't doing this kind of stuff before. They couldn't do this kind of stuff before Mm -hmm. because they didn't have the technology. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Okay. So you know, before I get into all the details, we're gonna we're gonna start talking about this Pokemon Mm -hmm. Pokemon Go thing because this this is huge.
1: It is yes.
0: Then maybe you know people are gonna go. Nah, it's just a game. It's gonna be fun. This is huge. But we're going to take a commercial break before we do it.
1: All right. I don't know what all this fuss is about, about these pestilence. I think the scientists are doing a great job.
2: Clueless, in the dark, Uh, I think the government's doing a good job. Have
0: no idea what is really going on? I have an app for that. Kapow Radio Show app for iPhone and iPad. Kapow Radio Show app for Android. Get the app. Get a clue.
1: Hey, Vinny, I love politicians. I think they've got my best interest in mind.
0: Get the app. Get a clue. FifthHookMedia.com Okay, we are back. Hey. So the first story is going to be Pokemon, or Pocket Monster, right? And then we're going to talk about this uh, this little gal who works for the cartel, and she's a murderer. <clears throat> she likes to drink blood and have sex with a corpse, but you're not going to believe this. How this little gal looks. And then we're going to talk about these zombies that take K2, synthetic marijuana. And these Pavlovian dogs that are addicted to social media. And last but not least, you can't fix stupid. We're going to file it under you can't fix stupid. This week's stupid story. (laughs) Let's talk about pocket monsters, okay?
1: Also known as capsule monsters. Capsule monsters mm-hmm. or pocket
0: monsters. pocket monsters. It's a combination of two Japanese words, but we'll get into that. Okay. Last week, a new game was released called Pokemon Go. Now remember Pokemon in the 90s? Yep. You know, Pokemon was a big thing. And then a lot of Christians came out and said, Pokemon was of, of the devil. They're little demons. And they, you know, they train kids to to do witchcraft and everything like that. Right. Right. So now years later, 20 years later, Pokémon Go comes out last week. It's it's digitized. Mm. And I guarantee you because the church has changed and Christianity has changed, this is going to be a lot more accepted and not looked at as for what it is.
2: Right.
0: There's one guy out there who's preaching against it, but he's kind of a nut. Rick Wiles of um True News, True News View whatever that is. Rick Wiles unfortunately is a sensationalist, right? Yeah. So he's taking this this taking this thing, and even though I agree with him that he's saying it is of the devil and demonic, he's also saying that the technology is going to be used by ISIS to hunt down Christians and kill them. So that makes him a nut, and so everybody's making fun of him. So he's the only one on the internet, um, as a Christian, saying that this stuff is no good. So you know, poor Rick Wiles, uh, he's lost some credibility in some other areas had to do with money and things like that. He likes to raise money to build things that he never builds. Mm -hmm. So anyway, by saying that, you know, Christians are going to be killed, you know, with this technology is a little sensationalist Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: that's what makes him kind of nutty. But I kind of want to balance this out. All right. So here's what I'm talking about. If you haven't heard of Pokemon go, um, and you're, if you're a little older, make check your kids, man, because it's a free app. Mm -hmm. Make sure they're not doing this stuff. I'm serious. And I guarantee you, all, everybody listening to me, you, you Facebook people, you're going to run across one of your Christian friends that's going to post, you know, something about Pokemon Go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're, you're going to see it on the mm-hmm. Facebook. You need to be warned by this stuff. This,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, there's little dolls and stuff like that in the grocery store all the time. Yeah.
0: Well, it's now, it's, now it's, it has a resurgent and mm-hmm. it's going to be really huge. Yeah. Really huge. All right. Pokemon players are trespassing. They're risking arrest or worse. This is from Yahoo News. Here's, let, me, let me give you a little background. Last week, they introduced... Now, Google has a lot to do with this. Google's behind this. They introduced Pokemon Go, and it uses a smartphone, Android or iPhone, an Apple. It uses a smartphone, and it uses geolocation technology mm-hmm. on the phone, And it sends the player to physical, real physical addresses. So they get out of their house. They're not playing a game anymore on their couch. They get out of their house. They go to a physical address. And it uses this. And when when they look at their phone, they see a, a demon or a monster at that location. And then they have to go capture it. Wow. They have to capture it. So, in other words, if the geolocation sends them to the white house lawn these idiots are going to go to the white house lawn
1: to get their demon to get
0: their that demon
1: mm-hmm.
0: you can see where i'm going with this mm-hmm. so it's something totally unprecedented totally new no game has ever done this before okay it's 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 what they call augmented reality hmm. because they're in reality they're going to a physical place they're driving Picking up demons while they're driving. The reality is then augmented through their phone that they see this little monster. Wow, that's this is the, that's the basic way this game is working. All right, so it's called Pokemon or Pocket uh, Pocket Monster or Pokemon. Um, the the Christian Apologetics Research Ministry, which is usually pretty good. Back in 2007, did a whole uh, research on Pokemon, and it came out and said it was demonic, occultic, and satanic, mm-hmm. and warned the Christian church to stay away from Pokemon. Right? Right. That was in, in, in 2007, I believe. The guy wrote the article. I just saw today where last week he updated the that article and said Pokemon Go is now... Um, on the rise, a big thing. And that he said his daughter, he discovered his daughter had it on her phone. And the daughter tells him, this original writer who, who condemned it, right. the daughter tells him, oh, there's nothing occultic or demonic or anything wrong with it. It's fun.
1: Yeah,
0: And so he's like, okay. So he downloaded the app on his phone, and now he's going to test it, and he'll get back to us.
1: Yeah. So actually he's recanted.
0: Yeah. And this is the Christian apologetic Research Ministry,
1: wow.
0: look them up so that that makes me really nervous. Um, now, there was some stuff last week that came out and said that the inventor of Pokemon Go stated that it was satanic, it was definitely anti Christian, and uh, its goal was to uh, you know kill Christians and change stuff like that mm-hmm. that 's where Rick Wiles got a lot of this stuff. He jumped on it right. and now you know a lot of people are going to go to his website and You know, he can get advertising dollars or whatever they do there. But that is not true. Uh, You go to snoops.com. That's a hoax story that was done. The owner never said that. He was allegedly supposed to say that on a Times magazine interview. It never happened. So forget that. If you see that on the Internet, you see that on Facebook, that's not true. Okay? That's not true. Even though I do believe it's demonic and satanic and occult and anti-Christian, that's not what he said. Right. All right. The other thing that's disturbing about this is that churches are digging it. There's a, the church uh, some churches in England, uh, mm-hmm. of course the USA is going to do this because the game, the app is sending its players to like gymnasiums and stuff, physical mm-hmm. locations. Mm-hmm. A lot of these gymnasiums are located in churches.
2: Right.
0: So these churches are reporting there's hordes of young people showing up at their front door with their fo- yeah their phones are up in the air to find the demon. A good place to go find demons in church because that's where they're at, right?
1: <laughs> that's right. They are there.
0: But but okay so this one pastor says well, we welcome them. We, they're, they're using it as a tool for evangelism. He encourages his congregation to talk to them about Pokemon Go and also download the app on their phones so that they can play the game and then do a bridge of relatability to them, oh. and then they can they can tell them about other things, evangelize them, right? Nice. You might as well just have sex with the teenagers. Just go go have sex with the fourteen year old girl so that you can evangelize her, That's right. right? Just go ahead and and. and participate in the sin and demonization so then you can evangelize them Mm -hmm. so so some of these churches are happy and so they're 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 welcoming these people Now, you may disagree with me well how else you're going to teach well if you if you did teach them yeah but that's not what they're looking for nickels and noses that's right you know that you know the difference
1: yeah okay they're not relying on the holy spirit either
0: no not at all no get the game and, and and participate in that Okay, this is from Yahoo, Yahoo News, okay? Phoenix, Arizona. The Pokemon Go craze across the U.S. has um, people wandering into yards, driveways, cemeteries, and even off-limits. Police, parking lot.
2: Wow.
0: Yep. In search of cartoon monsters, prompting warnings that trespassers could get arrested or worse, especially if they cross paths with an armed property owner. In other words, these kids, I call them kids because I, I can't see any adult playing Pokemon Go, but there are some weird adults out there, yeah. um, have the potential, and, and I'm not lying to you, really putting themselves in the danger.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Do I care if they're in danger? Not a whole lot. What I care about is if I'm in danger or somebody I love. That's what I care about.
2: Sure.
0: Right? Because if they're, if they're chasing demons while driving their car, they can run right over you in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Because they're trying to get the the winged dragon or whatever it is.
1: Or going to your house because they have a demon there.
0: Yeah. You know, and then I got to kill them. And that's not going to be good for either one of us. Mm -mm. Right? Right. Since the release of the smartphone game last week, police have gotten a flurry of calls from residents about possible burglars or other strangers prowling the neighborhood. Uh, So they said, so far, a few tickets have been issued. But there have been no reports um, of arrests or assaults on trespassers playing the game, whose object is to use the phone's GPS technology to find and capture animated creatures in a real-world uh, place. Wow! Oh. Police Chief Jim, Jim McLean from Texas, here's what he said. He's the assistant police chief. He says, be careful where you chase these Pokemon or whatever it is you chase because... We have seen issues in other places with people going on to private property where a property owner didn't want them on there. Some players have expressed worries on social media that the game could result in a fearful property owner pulling a gun. You think? You you know what I mean? Hey, it yeah. may not just be a regular citizen like me. It could be a drug dealer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It could be the cartel. Yeah. You could you could be wandering into an area, a militia area. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where... Oh, my Lord. Okay. A scenario that could um, that could easily happen in a lot of states, you know, that uh, you have like the stand your ground laws, like here in sure. Nevada, right? McLean's department posted a Facebook warning Monday after officers spotted a man playing a game in a section of a police parking lot where the public isn't allowed. He said the player had to pass... Keep out signs and go over a fence or under a gate to reach the area. Wow. He's in a police secured police parking lot wandering around. The guy says, I'm not sure how he got back there, but it was clear what he was doing. He was playing Pokemon game with his phone up in the air. Wow. In the, in a police parking lot.
1: That's crazy.
0: Well that's a good way that's a good way to uh, especially with, with the deaths of cops.
1: Yeah.
0: And this these terrorist attacks and stuff. Really? Mm-hmm. I know. Stupid. You know what could happen to you? Yeah. In Utah, (laughs) right up the street Mm -hmm. here, this kid named Ethan Goodwin, he's 17 years old. He was slapped with a trespassing ticket. It cost him up to $200. He and a couple of friends went on an early morning Pokemon chase at an abandoned grain silo. Mm. He managed to catch three creatures there. Here's what he said. I wouldn't say it was worth it. But I would say I'm glad I have the Pokemon I have now. Because wow. he, he got those three. You you collect those creatures, mm-hmm. right? He joked. He added, it's a dumb game, really, really stupid. Of course it is. It's, it's stupid. I, I hope you guys are tracking me. What, what this is bringing. Mm-hmm. It's conditioning these kids to look at real places for unseen things. That's right. It's conditioning you to accept these, these demons, and you're collecting them. And the reason why you collect them is for power, because you can then use them against other Pokemon players. That's right. It's witchcraft. This is nothing to mess with, and I guarantee you Christians are going to get involved in this nonsense. Sure, they are.
1: It's really bad.
0: Yeah, it says every time the app is o- opened, the uh, uh, warning comes up, and it says, beware of your surroundings. And they they also have to agree to uh, the fine print saying they can't enter private property without permission. And there's a disclaimer that says that the company is uh, Niantic is not liable for the property damage, injuries, or deaths that result by playing. But they don't get through. In Phoenix, police have started posting um, like warnings on their social media saying, um, you know, don't go chase this. Uh, Charizard or this you know, dragon or whatever on somebody else's property, um, especially after it's, you know, it's dark. And they said that several officers have responded to several calls about players trespassing. Right? Gamers are also being warned to watch for traffic and not to drive while doing the app. One woman in western Pennsylvania said that her 15-year-old daughter was hit by a car while playing the game and crossing a busy highway. She was hit by a car
1: she wasn't paying attention.
0: Well, she's chasing a dragon looking at her phone. The girl was hospitalized with injured collarbone and foot. Cuts and bruises, says her mother. She was lucky. Mm -hmm. Captain Michael Fowler of the South Carolina police said his department um, has gotten a few suspicious activity reports related to Pokemon Go, including multiple calls from a woman who feared for her safety as she watched cars go in and out of a church parking lot across from her house. She says, I don't know what they were doing. Last time I heard about Pokemon was back in the 90s. Another guy, Lieutenant Lex Bell of the Unified Police Department in Utah, said, "Um, Officers outside of Salt Lake City have responded to similar calls. Most come after dark, with residents saying they believe motorists driving slowly through their neighborhood may be casing their homes. In one instance, a woman mistook a few glowing uh, cell phones for flashlights as players hunted characters near her daughter's car. Wow. Cemeteries, several cemeteries, including Arlington National outside Washington, have expressed worries about players on their grounds. At Mobile Memorial Gardens in Alabama, the president there, Timothy Clairboyne, said he's seen visitors walking or driving around with phones in their hands playing the game. He's asked people in about three dozen vehicles to leave over the past couple of days, earning him the title chief of the Pokemon patrol. He says, I just think we need to continue to have respect not only for the dead, but for those who are grieving for the dead. So wow. you can see, you can see what's, what this is doing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's making these kids crazy. Yeah. It's making them crazy. So is Pokemon go evil? Is it dangerous? Is it demonic? Well, the logo has a big five-pointed star with a little mm-hmm. ugly imp horned yeah. demon, and it's called Pocket Monster. It, it's it's exploded over a week. It's exploded. The digital world, it's...
1: See, that's a red flag right there.
0: Mm-hmm. It says the public is embracing it. It's making headlines all over the planet. You see, you see white Turkey is being... It's <laughs> is, is a military coup.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, 80 people are dead in East France. Well, well cops are being killed in Dallas. Right. Well, 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 all this Black Lives Matter stuff is going on. And well, what are the kids doing? They're playing a stupid game, chasing demons around.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Of course, it's the 14th Bakhtun. Sure. All this stuff has to come together for it to collapse. Mm-hmm. You can't have intelligent people or it couldn't collapse. Right, right. These, this is like irritating me.
1: Mm-hmm. They're zombies.
0: Yeah. It says uh, it was it was launched. This game was was launched, and in seven days, it became an international phenomenon. It's the first mass market video game to successfully blend the real world and the digital world together in a way that the public truly embraces. It's making headlines all over the world. It, uh, at this point, it has almost as many daily active users as Twitter does, and Nintendo's stock price is going crazy as a result. On Monday, it shot up 25%. On Tuesday, it surged another 13 In other words, Nintendo is now worth billions of dollars more than it used to be, but uh, there could be a dark side to this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned that it's called augmented reality. And it's bringing people together in a new and interesting way. In fact, the Washington Post had reported that a lot of people are actually ending up in church as they hunt Pokemon creatures. And I mentioned that. They're they're going to church parking lots. But not everything is unicorns and lollipops with a new game. Over the past week, we have seen people commit robberies at Pokemon Go locations. What's happening is that the players are getting robbed. Remember I told you, I said they're going yeah. to be sent to areas that are not good. Can you imagine going yeah. into the ghetto mm-hmm. looking for your little monster? <laughs> so people are going to get hurt. Yep. Okay. This report comes from a guy named Ricky Shaparo, and he says new reports are, are now coming in on the practical dangers of the game, such as a recent report out of Baltimore where multiple people were robbed playing the Pokemon Go game last week. According to the Baltimore County Police Department, um, and then there was personal security concerns that have surfaced as a new report indicated. Now, check this out. Players that have logged into the game using their Google account. See, Google has something to do with this. It uses Google mm, Maps. Of See?
1: course, yes.
0: That's not just Nintendo, this other company. Google's involved in this. People logged into the game. It's free right now.
1: Why would it be free? Because they want you to. It's enticing.
0: Yes. When you log into this account using your Google stuff, they have given the app permission to go through all of their Google data, including emails and website history. Wow. Mm. We talked about pocket monster. The word Pokemon is a contraction of two Japanese words. Bo- is that how you pronounce it? And Monsut? Pocket, bo- so,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Meaning pocket monster. Of course, a monster is a creature, ugly, frightening. Synonyms are rascal, beast, demon, brute, imp, or devil. Mm-hmm. Um, Even the Washington Post admits that these are creatures such as Flaming Demon in Pokemon Go. Players progress through the game. Then they collect these monsters and demons. They train them and have them fight against Pokemon owned by others. Wow. Well. Ricky Scaparo says the same thing. He says, the Pokemon are supposed to be monsters that have special powers, share the world with humans, just like demons do, right? Right. The idea of the game is to have the children learn how to collect as many Pokemon as possible, train them, and use them against other people's Pokemon by invoking the various abilities of each Pokemon creature. Pokemon can evolve and pass through various levels, 100 being the highest. Colored energy cards are sometimes used to aid the Pokemon. You get it? They invoke the various abilities of each Pokemon creature, of each demon. Mm -hmm. Everything we do, whether it's a game or not, trains us. It conditions us in various ways. So often seeing something in a movie or coming across something in a video game could spark an interest or open a door into something deeper. I just talked about how I used to like the the Indian culture, but I have to be careful with that because it caused an interest into new age
1: sure.
0: practices for me. Mm-hmm. Same thing with martial arts.
1: Yeah. It opens you up to
0: these things. Mm-hmm. Breathing techniques, all that stuff. It opened me up seeking that kind of power. So that's a kryptonite for me. I know that, but these things get get could, could open the door to something deeper. Um, Look, for instance, occult organizations admit that one of their best recruiting tools is Harry Potter. After reading the books or watching the movies, many have found themselves curious about the occult world. You experienced that yourself, Ms. Capella. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you be the judge of that, but it's, it's demonic. I mean, it's, it's not for people who have denied themselves, picked up their cross. And follow Christ. It's not about that at all. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, next story. Some guy at Walmart stabs a couple of people. This was sickening. Yeah. He stabs an off-duty firefighter and another person. He's an He was an employee at Walmart in Princeton. This is near Dallas, Texas, by the way. Uh, Do you see the picture of this kid? Yeah. He just looks like a punk. Look he at does. him. He does. Mm-hmm. Just look at his eyes. Doesn't he look like just an arrogant little punk? Yeah, that's right. Um, who knows why he did this? He says that, uh, an off-duty McKinney firefighter one other person were attacked at the Walmart in Princeton.
1: So you just wouldn't think that. You're just going to the, the, the store to mm-hmm. pick up a few things. and The guy worked
0: there. He's an employee. He said two victims. Um, it doesn't give much detail, but he said that this guy, his name was Oswald, by the way. Don't you find that interesting? Yeah, I do. It's, it's right out of Dallas, Texas. His name is Oswald.
1: Mm-hmm. Frederick Oswald of Princeton. Interesting. Oswald was reported... It kind of looks like
0: Oswald. Today, look at this picture.
1: Yeah, that dead look. It
0: does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was reported to be doing uh, work for Walmart at the time of the incident. Both uh, victims are out of surgery and expected to make full recovery. Mm. The Walmart employee, Nicholas Martinez... Oh, I'm sorry, Oswald. What? Wait, who's Oswald?
1: The two di- victims are identified as McKinney, Fire Department's Battalion Chief George Cook of Princeton, and Frederick Oswald of Princeton. Oh,
0: okay, so That's it's scenario. okay. So the 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 stabber is Nicholas Martinez. Yeah, okay. twenty. He's, he still looks like Oswald. Allegedly, slit the firefighter's throat from behind with about two to three hundred shoppers inside the busy store.
1: See, they're very blatant now too. Yes. You know, they're they're out in the open. They don't do things in the in the night or in the dark Mm-mm. or secretly. In secret. They're just out there in Sl- public. Slit
0: the guy's throat from behind. You know what it would take for a human to do that? I mean, one you'd either have to be highly trained, you know, a trained assassin
1: or possessed or by possessed
0: demon. by the devil. You know, um, ISIS and uh, uh, Al-Qaeda and stuff, they trained their little ones. They started them off killing animals and goats and stuff like that, uh-huh. desensitizing them. Here's this 20-year-old kid. He wouldn't have that training. There's no reason why him to do that except he was totally possessed by demons, by Pokemon. He does this in front of horrified onlookers and other workers, and then he simply walks out of the store. Yeah, or he's arrested. you're not
1: expected to see that at a at a store. No. So, yeah, it's very shocking.
0: Crazy, crazy, crazy.
1: And it's trauma to everybody that's seen it.
0: Yep. Yeah, it just spreads that, that, that demonic de- trauma. That's right. And affects them. Folks, you have to go to our uh, Fifth Hook Media on Facebook, right? Facebook.com slash Fifth Hook Media. Mm-hmm. you got to look at a picture of this girl. Her name is Juana.
1: Yeah, this is our next story.
0: Her name is Juana. She's a Mexican hit woman. She claims she has sex with corpses after beheading them and drinks the blood of the dead. But the reason why you look at her picture is because you won't believe how cute and nice she looks.
1: Yeah, she looks like one of our little waitresses. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yes, she does. I mean, there's, yeah. she, her face is sweet, mm-hmm. like a sweet little girl. I don't know how old those pictures are. I don't know. But she's a hit woman. She's in jail right now in Baja, California. A hit woman for one of Mexico's most notorious cartels has made a stunning confession from her jail cell. She claims to have intercourse with beheaded corpses and drank their blood. She's only 28 years old. Her name is Juana. They they call her La Peque, probably like um, Pequito, Pequita, mm-hmm. the little one, because she's small, little. And she's... From the Ruthless Zetas Cartel. Juana said, here's what she said. Ever since I was a little girl, I was a rebel. And then became a drug addict and an alcoholic. Do you think that opened her up to something? Yep. Rebellion. She's rebellion. <laughs> yes. And then everything with it.
1: And that usually comes after um, a rejection. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: And she was little. Yeah. Well, she, she was born in Haldago near Mexico city. She became pregnant at age 15 by a man, 20 years, her senior, Wow! right? To support herself and a child. She worked as a prostitute and then she got into the dangerous world of the cartel. Mm-hmm. She started off as a lookout for police and army patrols. All right. And her job entailed, you know, eight hours looking out for these things and she'd get punished if she didn't do well. And during her time working for the cartel, she said she witnessed a host of gruesome moments, including a man's head being smashed open with a mace.
1: Oh, see? So her mind was being conditioned. Mm-hmm. She's being, It's the same trauma. thing with the Pokemon mm-hmm. thing. Conditioning the mind, opening yourself up to these over. experiences over and over again, to where mm-hmm. you become desensitized.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And the trauma. Mm-hmm. The demonic trauma. Plus, she's already started off in rebellion and mm-hmm. alcohol and prostitution. So... Right. So
1: this is the door that's open that she's walking through.
0: Mm-hmm. She says, "I remember feeling sad and thinking I did not want to end up like that, but her aversion to blood did not last um, long." Yeah, uh, you won't believe these pictures of her. I mean, look how sweet she looks. She really and she's, does. And she's in these pictures. She's actually wearing a cartel hat mm-hmm. that says cartel. Oh, <laughs> uh, so uh, she said, she said that. Um, she she began to feel excited by the blood, mm-hmm. seeing the blood, and then she began to rub herself in it and bathing in it after killing a victim. She said, I even drank it when I was still warm. Gross. I was still warm. She insinuated as having had sex with the cadavers of those decapitated, using the severed heads as well as the rest of their bodies to pleasure herself. Nasty. So she's awaiting trial. Unbelievable. You get a chance, go look at her picture, read the story. Unbelievable. But we talk about this and post this because you see the return of the gods. Mm -hmm. There's a person, you don't do stuff like that. You don't just wake up one day and go, I'm going to drink the blood or something. I'm going to bathe in it. I'm going to have sex with a decapitated corpse. I'm going to kill people for the cartel. Mm -hmm. That just doesn't happen.
1: No, See, these gods that have come back, they're in spiritual, spirit form. Yes. So they have to inhabit a person, or an animal, something tangible, in order for them to do their their works. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Another way people are getting demonized is through uh, K two. It's synthetic marijuana. Oh, that's just nasty. Basically, it's this um, potpourri stuff, you know, that they're selling. That, that that's legal to sell. Mm-hmm. This, this is amazing, and it's actually turning people into zombies. You talk about getting demons. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about, folks. It's, it's the whole globe. It wasn't like this. It wasn't this bad before. This is amazing. This is um, from New York. 33 people hospitalized after K2 overdoses. There's a whole area there in New York that they call Zombie Land. Wow. Because everybody's on this stuff. Zombie Land.
1: Yeah, the synthetic drugs are really bad. Mm-hmm. You know, because you don't know what's in them. No.
0: And th- th- it says they got a bad batch of synthetic marijuana. <laughs> it's all bad. Dozens of half-dead people blindly staggering through the streets of a Brooklyn neighborhood known as Zombieland. Oh. Propping themselves up against fire hydrants, vomiting foam down their shirts. See, even the drugs aren't the same.
2: Mm-mm.
0: You know? Even the drugs are different. The apocalyptic scene wasn't for a movie. The victims had apparently smoked a bad batch of synthetic marijuana known as K2. 33 people had to be hospitalized. It's a good thing they got good uh, medical insurance, huh? (laughs) (coughs) Who pays for that? We do. Taxpayers pay for that. You think these people were worried about um, their finals at the university the next morning? Nope. How about showing up to work? These people don't work. They don't contribute anything to society. That's what I'm talking about. This says it looked like a scene out of The Walking Dead.
2: Mm.
0: These guys were wandering around, stumbling all over the place. They were completely out of it. They didn't know their whereabouts. Some couldn't even get off the floor. One guy was even trying to hold himself up against a fire hydrant. It was ridiculous. He says, um, look at these dudes. They can't even stand straight. He says this in a video. Uh, he says, while well, walking through the junky wasteland, panning to people, because uh, he was videoing it, people passed out on the concrete. This is crazy. Now, cops said the druggies started dropping like flies about 9.40 a.m. in the morning.
1: That's yeah, pretty early.
0: With most of them being found on the sidewalk and subway platforms near Broadway and Myrtle Avenue. A notorious spot for K2 users that has been dubbed Zombie Land by cops and residents. That area is ground zero for K two addicts, a police source said. They have people there who are zonked out on K two all the time. Right?
1: Here's and the why. Pictures too are very horrifying. Oh, they're it's sad. They're, man.
0: they're screaming like like they're demon possessed. They're. I mean, it, it does look like one of those movies. Mm-hmm. There's a store at the corner that sells it, and there's a methadone clinic nearby. Wow. So these guys were addicted to heroin, now they're addicted to methadone, and then they just go and get their synthetic Sure. K2. It is believed that people who go to the methadone clinic are also using K2. They're drug users. The victims were taken to the hospital, and just uh, expected to survive. The majority of these people who were doing this were young teenage guys who hang out in the streets, They initially received a call for multiple overdoses, 33 of them. Wow.
1: Yeah, interesting number, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 33 of these. So uh, anyway, they're trying to control it, but they can't. They're just like zombie land there, and it's not against the law. It's not against the law. They can sell it at the store. It's not illegal. So these people take the stuff. They smoke it. And uh, they turn into a demonic zombie. Mm-hmm. And you know that this stuff uh, doesn't just get out of your system. And they're like, oh, I'm okay. No. Yeah, you are messed up. Okay, speaking of zombies, now this kind of goes with Pokemon. This study was done on teenagers. It wasn't done on adults. So it's it's just on teenagers. I'm not picking on the millennials, but this yeah. is what it was done on. This is how social media affects your brain. It's they're like Pavlovian dogs. Remember, you mm-hmm. know Pavlov. You know the bell. When you rang the bell, the dogs would uh, salivate.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: that's what this is.
1: But you know they usually do attack the children first. Yeah, because you know we're we're on our way out. Yeah, but you can change children. Yeah,
0: and the thing is, is that this is the 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 future. So if you mess up the future, there's no future.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's all messed up. This was a study done uh, researchers at the UCLA Brain Mapping Center, and they used a uh, MRI scanner to image the brains of thirty two teenagers as they used a bespoke social media app resembling instagram and By watching the activity inside different regions of the brain as the teens used the app, the teen found certain regions became activated by likes. Mm with the brain's reward center becoming especially active.
2: Mm-hmm. Now this
0: this is this is interesting. interesting. When the teens learn that their own pictures have supposedly received a lot of likes, they show significant, significantly greater activation in parts of the brain's reward circuitry. It's the same group of regions responding when we see pictures of a person we love or when we win money. Wow. So getting a social media like for one of your pictures or a lot of likes, it's just like if they won the lotto, mm-hmm. or they see their someone they love. Mm-hmm. The same circuit, right, is activated. Do you know how that could be used to train a Pavlovian dog?
1: Yeah, amazing.
0: All you have to do Scary. is put some propaganda out. ISIS is good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I put an ISIS picture out. I got a hundred likes. Oh, I got. Oh, I'm popular. Oh. And it's, it's the company giving you the likes. It's not yeah. even real people.
1: Mm-mm. It's very deceptive. It's witchcraft.
0: Yeah. And because you get this reward, you're like, oh, that's
1: really cool. I'm going to do more of that. I'm going to join ISIS. Because mm-hmm. the whole thing is about acceptance. Mm-hmm. They're being accepted.
0: It says the teens were shown more than 140 images where likes were believed uh, to be from their peers, but were in fact assigned by the research team. Scans revealed that the nucleus acubens, part of the brain's reward circuitry, was especially active when the teens saw a large number of likes on their own photos, which could inspire them to use social media more often sure,
1: wow, yes, encouraging, wow, right,
0: yeah, they were showed um like risky photos like cigarettes and alcohol um other benign photos, and it didn't have the same effect but when when they showed photos of their own stuff with likes on them, that had an effect on them.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then they were more likely to like m- more popular photos regardless of what they showed. So if they were shown a photo of ISIS beheading a goat mm-hmm. that had a lot of likes, they would like it. Right. Because everybody else is doing it. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. It's like they're being corralled you
0: mm-hmm. know, like sheep. Mm-hmm. It says reward circuitry is thought to be a particularly sensitive in adolescence. It could be explaining, at least in part, why teens are such avid social media users. And, of course, this has a lot of implications in social media and how it changes the brain and how things are just are just changing. It wasn't like this before. Right.
1: Yeah, that's what I said earlier.
0: It's changing yeah. and it's actually changing the circuitry of the brain. Right. And so instead of looking at a person face to face and seeing their expression, mm-hmm. where you know your message is getting across, and whether they like it or accept it or not, it's done through digital likes,
1: right?
0: Which may or may not be real. Scary. Yeah, and I don't think they're real. I mean, I know our Facebook page, our, our Fifth Media. I know hook media, it's
1: like we can't prove it.
0: <laughs> it's not real. But-
1: yeah. So logically, if you really think about it, using your critical thinking, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. No,
0: no, no. It's like all that stuff. Same thing with the podcasting. You know, blog talk radio. Oh, yeah, four thousand people listen to you this last month, and blah blah blah. Really?
1: Yeah, because when you give them money, all of a sudden you have a lot more likes. Oh yeah, and a lot more people. Oh, yeah. viewing your sites and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. But you, I can tell. I can tell by other ways. This ain't real. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's all it's all phony. Mm-hmm it's all phony. They they want you on a business page. Facebook wants you to advertise. You know. And of course, the podcasting stuff, they want you to, you know, you're paying them to host. Anyway. Okay, this is going to be our last story, all right?
2: Hmm.
0: We're going to file this under you can't fix stupid. Right. You can't fix stupid. Nope. Right? That's this I- is this is in Russia. And I think there was some alcohol involved in this. You think? Yes. A woman was decapitated during sex. By what? A passing train. No. How does that happen, you ask?
1: How? Yes.
0: Uh, let's see. She was having sex on the railway, rail, railway line. The woman who was on top, I don't know how they, they were doing this, is believed to have looked up after hearing the train approaching. I don't know what happened. What happened to the dude? Was, so If he's on the bottom, did the train just, like, pass right over him? I wish you would give more to the story. I know. This is fascinating. Apparently, she looked up, heard the train approaching. And no, it well, maybe
1: her, he was underneath the, the train. Maybe they were, you know, I mean, he just went right under the that's train. That's what I'm thinking.
0: And survived. She well, looked up yeah. and boom, hit her yeah. right in the face, took her head off. So he just, she was hit by the
1: train head-on. Yeah, and he just laid happened. there,
0: and, and the train rolled over.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. He's got to be messed up. <laughs> uh, uh, Talk about trauma.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ah. Wow. Maybe they were looking for a Pokemon on the, the thing.
1: There you have it.
0: Uh, this happened in Siberia, Russia. According to Russian news, the woman and her partner were both homeless, and were drunk at the time of the accident. I find it hard to believe. Drunk? Now, and this is what's sad. In recent times, there have been a number of incidents near the tracks. A man's legs were cut off, and his body was found four days later. So, obviously, he's getting too close. Earlier this week, a mother was hit along with her two children. Wow. Aged one and two. Mm Mm-mm. The younger one died at the scene while the mother and two-year-old are in critical condition. Oh,
1: see, that's Whoa, wh- Why are they on the tracks? I know. See?
0: Oh, my goodness. But anyway, that was, you can't fix stupid. Um, having sex on the railroad tracks is not.
1: It's, it's a stupid thing to do. <laughs> it's not,
0: yeah. It's not what you want to do. All right, Ms. Kappai, anything to add to the mm-hmm. 14th Baktun? Nope,
1: nope, 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 nope. Yeah. It's very interesting, though.
0: Yeah. We're we're in. The, I am totally convinced. There's just so many things that are coming together uh, to show that. Look at the apostasy in the mm-hmm. Christian church. Come on, seriously. Right. Can, can I mean I just mentioned Pokemon, and I and I just mentioned that in 2007, the Christian Apologetics Research Ministry had come out and condemned Pokemon as being occulting, satanic.
1: And, and now, today,
0: they say, well, my daughter had it on her phone. I just discovered my daughter had it. I, I have a problem with that. Because if you're a man who saw Satan in something in 2007, you still should be the same man that sees Satan in that very thing yeah. years later. And telling your
1: daughter, uh-uh.
0: Yes. This is dangerous. I have a real issue about that Christian
1: parenting. Mm-hmm. Well, because he's the resp- he's the head of the household. He's the covering of the family. Yeah. So for him to allow that... And not know what this is
0: on your kid's is- phone? And then he asks asked her, oh, there's nothing demonic or cult about. She's a kid. What is mm-hmm. the heck she's supposed to say? Why would yeah. she have it on her phone? If- and then he goes, so we'll see. I download the app myself and I'm going to play the game myself and, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll, re- I'll write later and tell you if it's uh, cultic or demonic.
1: How and now is- he's just allowed a breach to come into the home, so... Yeah. I mean, oh, really, how, how does the digital
0: version, right... I know it's all cool and, and real life, you know, geo mapping and collect demons. How is that different than the Pokemon cards 20 years ago? Right. It's not. It's the same. But see, you see what I mean? The apostasy, it's just Rick Wiles. I mean, whatever i think he's sincere and i agree with him that it is demonic and satanic but then he's he's saying that isis is going to use the technology to hunt down christians and kill them then that makes him a nut but of course that gets people to go to his website and then you know click on his google ads i mean you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i'm not trying to be facetious or mean. it's just that it's all sensational that's right. But there's a real, real problem here, and all this stuff is converging. It's all coming together. Now, maybe it's just that I watch too much news or listen too much to it because I'm involved in it, because I, I do this show, and we stay on top of this stuff. Um, and sometimes, you know, I, I do meet people who don't uh, get this deep into it because of the depression it gives them and things like that, and they do seem a little happier. Mm-hmm. But just because you're a little happier doesn't mean it's not real, That's that right. the world isn't collapsing around you. It's just that you're going to be ignorant of it when it does.
1: That's right.
0: And you want to know because you want to make those decisions that you can now before it's too late. The greatest decision is your eternal salvation. That's the greatest decision. But you want to make some financial decisions. That's
2: right.
0: You know, you, you, want, to, you want to be aware of certain things before it all comes down. How is it going to affect you here? It's going to affect you. Definitely. This presidential election is going to affect you here in America. You have to know that.
1: Mm -hmm. And the things that are happening in in, uh, Europe and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, you feel like, well, it's over there, but it's going to affect us.
0: Even this thing in Turkey. That's right. You got to think, how is it going to affect your oil prices? Oh, my God. Don't start messing with America's oil and their cars and, you know, ooh, cheap gas. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: That's when they really get upset. You know what I mean? That's right. Everybody else around the world probably pays around ten dollars a gallon. You know? They were still paying two fifty. Don't mess with the gas. See, but how's it gonna affect you? You gotta know these things.
2: Right.
0: You know? Anyway. Fourteenth Bakhtum, that's what we're in. Uh and there's no other. The the calendar is end, ended. <laughs> My heller.
1: Yeah. That's a lot done. of things are ending.
0: Yeah. And so, according to um, the Popul vu, you know, there's five stages and four stages. We're in the fifth stage. The, the fourth is gone. Now, that's not Bible prophecy, you know. I, I can sit here and, and read you Nostradamus. I guess you know mm-hmm. what I mean. I'm just saying, look at this stuff in context.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, of course. Well, let's I,
1: just read the the scripture that we read earlier. Yeah, let's just read that again. That was in Luke 21. Verses 25 through 26. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And if you really listen to people, you can hear the fear. Oh, yeah. They're afraid. They're, their future looks bleak.
0: Yes. And it is bleak for them. You know, I feel I feel sorry for young
1: people. I do. I really do. I
0: really do. It was like, man, it's...
1: Well, I was with uh, some women a couple of days ago. You know, they have grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned uh, how crazy the world is and how they fear for their grandchildren. Mm-hmm. The future doesn't look bright.
0: It's not the same. You know, you used to be able to go get a good education, come out there with a degree, get a good job, you know, build your income. You'll be able to buy a house, have the white picket fence, and the dog, and you know, wow, that's that's not over. Like that now, Mm-mm. you can spend the rest of your life paying off student loans now,
1: mm-hmm. and paying for everybody else. Yeah, that's just it. Oh,
0: that's what they wanted to do with Obamacare. Want the young people to pay for all the old people, mm-hmm. or sick people? I should say. Come on, yeah, man, it's uh, not the same. So anyway. Uh, I like to end on that positive note there, so you guys have a good night and uh, you know have some sweet chocolate, dreams. sweet dreams. <laughs> yes, it's all fine. Don't let the aliens get you. Don't let the Pokemon get you. Hey, you folks know what I'm talking about. Right?
1: Yeah, and if you look at the grocery store and at Target or Kmart wherever you go, you'll see those Pokemon mm-hmm. dolls.
0: And now, why are you seeing them right before that that game was even released till last week? Mm-hmm. But see that all that marketing. Yeah. They made it an internet success. They made it. It wasn't by accident. No. Google, behind all of that. They're behind me even talking about it. They're controlling my brain. Hey, speaking of weird <laughs> markets, I mean, we're going to end here because we've gone kind of far, but I, I just want to tell this. I just want to tell this quick okay. story about all Johnny. Right. Crazy Johnny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we know this guy here. <laughs> he, he's uh He's he's like one of us, but he's he's like one of us, but maybe like on steroids. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's 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 boy. His eye. Let me put it this way: his eyes are so opened to stuff that they burn. I mean, his doctor of my eyes. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? This guy, uh, he's 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 one of the construction workers around our community, and he does um, he puts in cabinets and stuff like that. He was in our home. Uh, this last year, because we had some warranty work done and we met Johnny and he loves Jesus. And he man, he wears the Jesus hat and the Jesus shirt and he'll talk about Jesus. But his he's he's got a real unique ministry. He works for Mormons and he witnesses to these Mormons. He's he's reaching people that um, you and I could not reach. And he has no bones whatsoever preaching the gospel of Christ all the time. But he's also very much into like what we talk about right he's he's into like what we just got done talking about yeah and he sees all this stuff he understands these things his eyes are very open he's a he's a recovered drug addict he was deep into the drugs he was deep into the occult so he understands all of this stuff he's probably what now in his uh late 30s oh yeah he has a 19 year old daughter and stuff like that but he's a He was, he was born and raised out here. He knows all these Mormons. He knows the Bundy's, you know, if you know, I don't know if you know anything about the Bundy ranchers, you know, Cliven Bundy's in jail right now. They did the, the standoff with the BLM, Mm -hmm. uh, in 2014 out here, Mm -hmm. uh, where the BLM, the federal government was trying to take the, the ranches from the Bundy's. Um, they did the Oregon standoff, things like that. He's friends with all those guys. Those guys are Mormons. If you don't Mm know that, um, he's 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 friends with the minutemen right. and some of the militia guys out here uh he owns uh property where a bunch of um former uh military mm-hmm. veterans there so he has a big ministry with these guys he told me the other day because <clears throat> I've talked to him twice this week but he told me the other day he has a a, a former military guy uh living on his compound <laughs> and uh Who's in the '60s? The guy's not a Christian, but he told Johnny. He said, "This is the end, Johnny. This is it." Wow. He says, "What's going on in the world? This is this. This is it. This this we're and he's that's not a Christian. Scary. Yeah. And he he was. I don't know what this guy did in the military, but he spent a lot of years doing that. He's all messed up now, and that's why he lives. You Sad. know, in Beaver Dam. But um, anyway, Johnny." Um, johnny witnesses to everybody and he he does it old school he doesn't use the smartphone or nothing he has like actual pieces of paper on him Mm -hmm. uh that's highlighted and drawn and he's like crazy right and then if you don't know uh what he's talking about i mean because he's talking about all this stuff and it's he's crazy but here's what he told me the other day just a couple days ago he told me he was in walmart our local walmart and he was in that fifteen-item or less checkout stand, Oh yeah,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. says
0: not the regular stand or the self-serve, but the fifteen-item or less. And he says, "Have you noticed that Walmart has the um, uh, hexagram? It's a six-pointed, you know, star or whatever." And he says, "So he's standing in line in Walmart, and you know where they they put the little bags." in that little circle thing, he goes, he he says, it's a six-pointed star, that little thing. He goes, there's 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 three bags like on one end and three bags on, on the other end. <laughs> and he's, he notices it because he sees all this stuff. And he says, right on the top of this, I'm going to call it a turnstile, right on top of this turnstile is written the words, there's a sticker and it says, think six. Think six. So Johnny starts thinking six. Like, <laughs> what there's three bags, six, there's six stars, six. So he's, he's bold as a lion
2: mm-hmm.
0: when it comes to the Lord. He's bold as a lion. He asked the, the clerk, Hey, what does this mean? Think six. And she says, well, it's part of our policy to not put more than six items per bag, wow. six items per bag. That's what it means. So that sticker is for them to remind them, think six. No more than six items. So then Johnny begins to calculate, hey, there's three on this side, six mm-hmm. items in each bag, six, six, six. six. There's three of them, six, 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 And
1: there you have <laughs> it.
0: Anyway, uh, it's just kind of an interesting little um, factoid mm-hmm. that he noticed. So I haven't been to Walmart since, but um, next time I, I, I go, I want to go through that line and
2: and, check and see out. the
0: think six. There. Um what it is is that this symbolism, just like Johnny points out, it's everywhere. It's all around you. Yep. Five pointed stars are everywhere, they're all around you. Um
1: well I know when we did that whole study on symbols and stuff like that, we had that book. Yeah. I mean your eyes just open and then you start mm. seeing all those things.
0: Everything. And you'll see it in company logos, you see it, you know, their little uh pyramid designs. It's just all around you. Mm-hmm. Everywhere it's, it's absolutely amazing, amazing. In fact, uh, I want to get on this study. I want to do this study on Jesus being the um, cor- not only the cornerstone but the capstone.
2: That's
0: right. Um, there's uh, there's a psalm that that talks about the uh, the savior being a capstone, not just cornerstone. And then you think about the masons, how they removed Jesus or God as the cornerstone. And replaced it with themselves. They do the oil and the wine. They do the, the ceremonies and they lay down a cornerstone for a building, the Masons. And then on the back of your dollar bill, the Masons, they put the pyramid with a missing capstone with the all C and I. Well, Christ being the capstone and Psalms. See, no one would know that kind of stuff unless you were deeply involved in the ancient Jewish religions. That's right. Right. I'm talking Kabbalistic Jews. No one would know this kind of stuff. So it's not just a bunch of fraternity brothers screwing around. They know this deep stuff. Everything's a mockery. Everything's mm-hmm. Antichrist, see? That's right. Anyway, I can go on all night. I'm going to go on all night. Um, give everybody a chow chow
1: ciao. ciao, baby.
0: Good night.